Welcome back to the show, the listeners. Show. This is Sneak Review. Before I introduce you guys, I'm going to actually try and tell what this show is. Oh, okay. So we Good luck. watch movie trailers. We kind of see what's going on with upcoming movies. Then we take a time machine into the future. Watch the movie at the premiere, and we come back and we give you a review of what happened, so you know if like all the good trailer moments were actually all of the good movie moments. Yeah. So we're here. We got returning guest Matt Macedo. Yo 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 yo. And Amanda's back. Hi. So we're gonna talk X Men Apocalypse. Mm. Dun dun. <laughs> oh, I wish I had the Law and Order thing. I'll play some sound effect. Goddamn street racers. Perfect. X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Matt, what is your non-MCU Marvel experience? We clearly delineate on this show between the MCU and the non-MCU that is mm-hmm. also M. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like X-Men, Deadpool. Have You, you saw Deadpool, correct? Yeah. How, you like that a lot? Or? A lot. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, it's what tight. about... <laughs> tight. Uh, what about the other X-Men movies? I'm a fan of all except for the third one. I really yeah. like the first one. I like how they, uh, I don't know, I like the tone. Uh, I like Wolverine the Rogue. That was yeah. a long time ago, though. People probably Rogue. don't even remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I watched the X-Men Days of Future Past, the Rogue cut, they call it, because it's like the extended what? edition, and Rogue's actually in it a lot more. What? So, like, when they're... Doing all the crazy missions and stuff, Rogue's involved. Because mm-hmm. I think in Days of Future Past, they show Rogue for one second at the very end. I don't remember her at all. <laughs> it, like, uh, it shows the how the timeline changes and everything goes back to like oh. being good. And it shows Rogue in the school for like one second yeah. in the theatrical cut. Yeah. But then there's a cut that has like a whole side story where Iceman's mm-hmm. like, Rogue, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> and you know, that was fun. Oh, I liked her in the first one. Yeah, she's great. She was my favorite in the comics and like the cartoon and stuff. Yeah, she used to be powerful, right? Yeah, well, she absorbs people energy, and she's super strong, mm-hmm. and she flies. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot <laughs> she of kinda, stuff that yeah, she does. Yeah, that's, I think, what I liked about X-Men so much as a kid. Like, uh, the powers are like, Wolverine's power is that he heals a lot, but they also installed a metal skeleton into yeah. him. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like stuff like that. They just, you know, it's not like, oh, he shoots fire. He actually has things. But there is a guy that just shoots fire. Yes, <laughs> yeah, there, there is. is. But, I mean, come on. You got to have that. <laughs> yeah, fire, pyro, come on. It's uh, pyro. Anything else you guys looking forward to? I don't think there's any other Marvel movies. I don't know. There's uh, a lot. What do you... These Marvel movies. Oh. I don't think after this X-Men, I think it's probably just going to be another X-Men in the future, right? Or in another Deadpool, probably. But like they're not gonna, they don't have a a universe other than I guess Fantastic Four. Is Isn't Spider Man like gonna go between the two? Yeah, Spider Man is. They're gonna make another one for this company, so I don't know who's gonna be it or when it's gonna come out. Oof. We don't really know the next one of these non MCU. Spider Man's really messy right now. Yeah, he is really messy. Yeah. They have to keep making movies so they don't lose the rights to them. <laughs> yeah, it's so <sighs> sad. But Andrew. Uh, Garfield, Andrew Parker, <laughs> was <laughs> a great less, Peter yeah. Garfield. Uh, <laughs> he he was good, and he kind of got screwed out of it. I think the kid in Marvel now is like a really really good Spider Man because yeah. he like fits the bill for Spider Man. Wait, doesn't in Captain one? America? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. They uh and they're making a new Spider-Man movie, Matt, that they announced Marvel and the title is called Mar- uh Spider-Man Homecoming because it's like, oh, he's back in the Marvel universe, bitches. <laughs> bitches. They say bitches a lot, Marvel. They're weird. Do they? Yeah, Kevin Feige is like, yo, bitch. bitches. <laughs> so that's our non-MCU Marvel updates. <laughs> we we were going to do Huntsman Winter's War, and then that did not happen. I've heard it's got like 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've heard it's got terrible reviews. Amanda, you didn't see it yet? I did. did oh, you did? Okay. I did. Um, it was beautiful to look at. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Stop talking immediately. <laughs> Today is my birthday. It's uh, okay. Who are it's the, you? It's I'm the motherfucker that found this place, sir. Wait. Okay, now the chast cast, it's where we talk about our Jessica Chastain-related oh, news. I see. I see. I see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yes, I I viewed the movie um, in the theater box, and <laughs> I I thought it was w- beautiful to look at. Um, the costumes were the thing that really pulled me in. Yeah. It was really, really great. Um, also the landscape, some of the characters are fun, but, uh, the writing was, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the acting, a lot of people say that, um, there was a lot of overacting and I see where they're coming from. Be- I want you to be very careful about what you say in the uh, next few words. <laughs> Who's overacting? <laughs> Keep in mind what podcast we're in the middle it of wasn't in this Jessica other podcast. Oh, character. thank you. Damn right, it wasn't. Um, it was the the two queens that I don't know. Charlize? Um, yeah, Charlize. She was so good in the last one. Exactly. Though. And oh. all the the great moments of the first movie, it feels like they were like, "Okay, take that and run with it." And every line was oh. that like deep dark overacted sort of line for her and um emily blunt's character kind of fell into that as well but (laughs) the thing that annoyed me about it was they were clearly pulling from the big cash cows in the disney universe right now which is elsa from frozen was clearly emily blunt's character oh and they had yeah um they made her like a yeah an ice queen um Hmm. and what else there was one other big oh Jessica Chastain's character was like clearly Marita from Brave like mm. oh, kick ass cool. like redhead fiery sort of like bow and arrow kind of girl so I don't know it did was, it so it that little... didn't work though Jessica Chastain's character did I think but <laughs> that's been the chest cast <laughs> yeah guys. so close <laughs> we've changed Amanda she's come around yeah. from not seeing any Chastain movies to seeing to seeing one the one seeing the one. <laughs> So, other than that, um, in news, I did a another podcast, the Search for a Co-host podcast with Stephen Richard K. That was a fun time. He'll be on our show eventually. So, if you want to listen to that, go listen to that. Now, we're going to play a game before we go into the actual movie listing. So, Matt, we give you 25 seconds on the clock. I'm going to explain this game, and then it's going to start. So, there's not going to be too much talking, because that will make the game 100 times easier. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do, there are 14 mutant super-powered characters oh, in Jesus. this movie. You have to name as many as possible in 25 seconds. Go! Uh, Jean Grey. Okay. <laughs> Is Wolverine in it? Uh, no, not Apocalypse? Credited. Yep. Um, Storm? Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking mm-hmm. red eyes guy. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah. Cyclops? Cyclops. <laughs> 
fuck, I don't remember anybody. <laughs> There's a, you didn't see that. Sophie co- Turner. Yeah, Sophie Turner. That's Jean <laughs> I Grey. don't remember. <laughs> because you were the first out of everybody here to reach in to get the chicken. You say grace. Say grace. <laughs> All right, say grace. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, so we have 14 <laughs> heroes. More than Captain America Civil War, which is very impressive, I think. We got, yeah, Psylocke. Uh, Olivia Munn plays Psylocke in this. You got Beast back, Magneto, Professor X, J- Jubilee's in this one. Ooh. They introduce Storm, as you said. Nightcrawler. They introduce Angel. Havoc is back. That's the guy that shot the thing out of his chest in first class. Oh. Quicksilver is back in this one. Evan Peters. Uh, and Mystique, J-Law. Th- this X-Men Apocalypse comes out May 27th, and it's directed by Brian Singer, which I had no idea. I knew that he did a bunch of the X-Men movies, but like looking at his- the movies he's directed is kind of crazy. It's like The Usual Suspects, Apt Pupil, mm-hmm. X-Men, X2, Days of Future Past, which I have to say are like the really good ones, I yeah. think. Valkyrie, Jack the Giant Slayer. He did that Superman Returns instead of X3, and X3 was like the worst movie. Yeah. So then the screenplay is written by Simon Kinberg. This is a roller coaster ride of credits right here. <laughs> so we got Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. He created Star Wars Rebels. He wrote the Sherlock Holmes movie. He wrote Days of Future Past, like Fantastic four. four, the 2015 one, the one that came out last year that everybody was like, oh, this is worse than the other ones. <laughs> Triple X, the sequel, (laughs) State of the Union. He wrote Jumper. And he wrote X Men, The Last Stand, the third one. So, at first, I was like, this could be great. He wrote Days of Future Past. But then when I get to X Men, The Last Stand, I start getting kind of nervous about it. Um, Hmm. I mean, obviously, he's not, he just wrote the screenplay. There's still like Brian Singer's partially credited for this story. But I don't know. I, I have high hopes for this. But I'm. Cautiously optimistic, I guess, would be the phrase. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, I think uh, sometimes, especially with like big franchises like this, they get mandates. So it's like you have to do this, this, and this, and then they're like, "Okay, now go write it." And it's like, you can't write a good movie with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like, uh, uh, well, Mister and Mrs. Smith was really good, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what the Sherlock Holmes movie is. Oh, it's the, the new one. RDJ, yeah. yeah. Not the b- Game of Book of Shadows, Game of Secrets. What is it? <laughs> game of, oh, I'm thinking of, I'm confusing National Treasure. No, let's Whoa. just stop. What's Book happening? of Shadows. Yeah. Book I of, actually, I liked those movies, and I think those are the ones that I've seen on this list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ones that Robert Downing Jr. is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was. They're he only really wrote great. the first one. He didn't write the second. Oh. And I know you said that the second one's great, right? Second one is great. Yeah. yeah, I think both of them are. Oh, they're both. Okay, yeah. that's good. So, obviously, the cast is fucking bonkers. We got McAvoy, Fassbender, Lawrence. I'm just doing last names for the ones that we know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nicholas Holt, who is Beast again from yeah. First Class. Uh, Isaac. That's Oscar Isaac. He's <laughs> Apocalypse. Uh, Rose Byrne is back as Moira. She was only in First Class. So I'm kind of glad oh, yeah. she's back. because Moira's like a random character from the comics in the animated series that actually does come back uh evan peters is quicksilver again um josh hellman plays william Stryker. what were you gonna say matt nothing oh i hear things in my head sometimes <laughs> sophie turner's gene gray which is one of my favorite casting i know announcements. you're really excited oh, yeah, you guys serious. are really i've been excited. talking about it for so long yeah you have um uh, ty oh, oh, i didn't know that yeah once i heard it announced i was like oh yes because <laughs> she's a great actress she um is. ty sheridan is scott 
Summers, uh, Cyclops. Lucas Till is back as Havoc. We got Cody Smith McPhee as Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner. <laughs> uh, ben Hardy as Angel. Alexandra Ship as Storm. Lana Condor as Jubilee. Olivia Munn as Psylocke. Blah 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 blah. blah. Olivia Munn, I'm super excited for her. Yeah, me too. Big fan of hers, and um, I've been following her Instagram and seeing her prog- progress in her abilities to swing a sword. Yeah, I've heard she's <laughs> actually been really going at it with the she's sword. She's amazing training, now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Who's that, Olivia Munn? She uh, is. Uh, she was on G4. She kind of got popular for that, so she's kind of like a nerdy. She was in the first Magic Mike. She sleeps with Channing Tatum at like the very beginning of it and shows her boobs. She's very hot. Okay, yep. <laughs> Okay, guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) So we're going to watch a few trailers. There are currently, I believe, three trailers for this. So we might not watch them all. But let's have a look. I've never felt power like this before. See, I actually think that was a very good trailer. It didn't, it like showed maybe too much of the movie, like all trailers. But uh, it wasn't too bad. The next two, out of control. They show, like, I don't know. I feel like we're going to know this entire movie when this is done. <laughs> ah, so we may not watch the third one, because I watched it yesterday. I was like, oh, that's the plot. Together, we will cleanse the earth. Everything they've built will fall! Afraid of him. Magneto, he's my father. What? Him and my mom, they did. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us can control our powers. Then don't. Eyes. Apocalypse means to destroy this world. It's all of us against a god and the most powerful beings on earth. Well, you've been busy. We had a little help. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I believe Wolverine is uncredited, but he must be in there from the trailer, which pretty much just ruined that cameo right, for us. Yeah. But yeah, so now we've seen the movie. Yeah, that was <laughs> a great it movie. Seems like yeah, um, but I don't know. I I think it looks pretty promising. Like uh, it does seem like they spoil a lot of it. I mean, what trailer doesn't nowadays? Mm-hmm. The only one I've been happy with is The Force Awakens because they didn't show me that Rey was a Jedi. That's great. The second trailer I hadn't seen, and it was much. Well, more much better put together than the first one, I thought. The first one was kind of cheesy and, like, I don't know. Like, I've seen it a thousand times, but the second one was good. Yeah. I don't know. I can see the humor, too, and, like, action, and I don't know. I'm excited for it now. Anything else to talk about before we use a uh, time machine to bend the laws of physics? <laughs> Let's bend it. Yeah. Let's bend it, baby. So, I've noticed... There's a little bit of squeaking at this uh, recently, so like uh, yeah, the belt is. I need to get the belt replaced, okay. and maybe the carburetor. Right. So it might be a little loud. Wait, Matt, no, not the belt. <laughs> Guys, we're back from the future, and the my future. God, things went horrible. <laughs> we had to come back. We found Ellen Page. She held onto my head, and she <laughs> sent me back here to warn you guys. X Men Apocalypse is a hell of a movie. She held onto your head. Yeah, that's what happens in yeah. Days of Future Past. Oh, if you saw it, you would know. Oh, I saw it, and I don't I remember what you're saying. She was holding on Wolverine's head, and he was like, ah, She touched your head. Okay, I yeah. see. Sorry. So, guys, we saw X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, I don't know about you. I really liked that. I thought mm-hmm. it, not, it's no Marvel movie, but it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> movie. <laughs> it sure is. 
I don't know. I th- I thought that was pretty good. I I think it might be my favorite X Men movie. Ooh, big mm. words. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I think there's Them's something fighting words. There's something about fourteen mutants squaring <laughs> off that really is like sure. this is fucking all. Like that's what I wanted to see. I don't know. I since I was a kid, it was all X Men all the time mm-hmm. with with comics and cartoons and. Uh, watching the cartoon show recently and the X-Men, uh, the apocalypse story in the cartoon storyline. It's just cool seeing it like this. It's completely different, but they still have the four horsemen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was more action in this than I think most superhero movies have. Like, I actually at one point was almost like, whoa, I need a little break here for the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even... then they were like, no. <laughs> yeah. And Brian Singer's <laughs> like, yeah, go fuck more yourself. apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> He wanted it to be an apocalypse in my brain. By the way, we keep talking about Brian Singer. Should we mention that he no. touches boys? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think he does. I'm pretty sure he... <laughs> Wasn't that proven he went to a Allegedly. hotel? 14-year-old. Uh, okay. Sneak review can't afford the legal fees. <laughs> we have a time doctor, but we don't have a time lawyer. We okay. can't. <laughs> which, Allegedly. Which person this is, is the director. The director, Brian Singer. Yeah. Which is why you haven't seen a movie from him in a while. Oh, boy. Hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah i mean but i think he's an unusual suspect <laughs> <Never mind>. sorry <laughs> oh. this is terrible <laughs> the kid he touched was an apt pupil for sure <laughs> oh. okay. that never happened this is all alleged i don't think he did because he's making such good movies you know bill cosby wouldn't he, have done anything he's such a great comedian couldn't possibly <laughs> oh yeah. my god <laughs> That um, makes sense. If we could only go back in time <laughs> and stop him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Sophie Turner, she met my expectations. Yeah, I think she was a great Jean Grey. Like I, I was, I had very high hopes going in, but she fit it perfectly well. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of also, she's like the younger Jean Grey, and she does. She seems like a little less responsible. She doesn't control her powers as well. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was really cool that they actually managed to. She seems at parts like. I'm going to try pronouncing the other Jean Grey's name. Oh, no. Fomke Jansen. She <laughs> seems just like Fomke Jansen at parts, like a very young one. And it's really strange that they actually got Sophie Turner, who's also an actress, but at parts, like, you're like, oh, I totally see the future Jean Grey in mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, like, very emotional, but in, like, a good way. Like, she can't control her emotions because of what she sees. Mm-hmm. But she's also a great, you know, redhead. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta say that part because... Yeah, the fact that she's a great actress and she fits physically fits the thing perfectly. Why is she a great actress? Sophie Turner. Yeah. Um, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, and okay, she does like you like her in that character. Well, she hasn't. Has she been in? I'm sorry to challenge you on microphone, but I just well, all I keep hearing is like Sophie Turner is such a great actress, and but she plays one character. She plays the unsure. Uh-huh. teenager well no like she goes in the beginning of the show she's like a brat and then she goes through these horrible things and you can kind of see her eventually like learning how to quote-unquote play the game and i think she does um grief well i think she does like lying really well because in the show she lies like she's like a bad liar in the beginning and then she becomes a really good liar and i don't know she just i think she but and she's I, very young, so like you know, I'm not saying she's like Meryl Streep, mm. but for her age, I think she's very good. Yeah, um, and in this one, I felt like there's almost similar qualities to Sansa Stark, so maybe that's why she was so good in this. But 
she is kind of at first kind of bratty because she's so young and then you know discovering her powers and stuff and as we show that uh, i think it, it expands upon her more and, and like you said she has more power than she knows what to do with it's like kind of similar character lines i mean in this you see a little more of the romance stuff with her and scott sort of getting together and like so oscar isaac how do you think he did his apocalypse very overacty but very loud and bad guyish. <laughs> well, yeah, but. he's that type of villain that you expect from a comic book. Mm. I personally really loved looking at um, the prosthetics and the costuming, how they really flowed into one another because the angles on his face went along with the angles in his armor or his, like, his shoulder area down to the cape and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a really cool design for something that could go very comic booky very fast yeah you know what i mean like almost too cartoonish brought to life um this had an element of drama bad guy drama to it but it was still sort of like and just the costumes in general even for the the good guys you know how they all have sort of uniforms as x-men um it's looking more and more like battle armor and I really appreciate that. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a big thing in, in Hollywood nowadays anyway. Yeah. Um, is just looking more and more military, more and more like battle armor. Um, but I just, I don't know. I really like the design. Yeah, it's kind of, it feels kind of ancient. Mm. But like ancient like a god for him. Like, uh, like how somebody would portray a god. And what did you guys think about the four horsemen? We got Angel, we got Psylocke, we got Magneto, and we got Storm. Do you think that they uh, filled uh, as much of a role as they should? Were they menacing enough? Um, yeah, they gave, I think, the good guys a lot of things to do, like tasks, and like split off and do, you know, each facing their own thing. So I thought that was, that was really interesting. And they used uh, all the characters, uh, kind of like, they fulfilled they didn't like waste yeah like storm it's the first time seeing her mm-hmm. like young and they managed uh, first of all i love the look they did like the yeah. mohawk thing mm-hmm. which is that i love when she storms like that uh and then like showing her in battle like she has all of her powers and we've always known she's kind of one of the more powerful x-men so to see her infused with like the power that apocalypse gave her is really cool and um yeah Ma- i mean magneto is obviously always a boss but in this it's like hey i'm just one of five crazy ass mutants right so all that destruction this has been something that's talked about in all the superhero movies now because it always happens just non-stop buildings being destroyed sydney opera houses things of that nature <laughs> all the sydney opera houses all of the sydney <laughs> houses. bridges uh bridges always the bridges yeah so many hmm. bridges yeah, like, is this just taking the bad parts of the superhero movies and emphasizing it? Or do you think that it actually, all of the destruction fit the, fit the story hmm. well enough? You know what I mean? Because I feel like every superhero movie, other than the Ant-Man, is the world is ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think um, Civil War did a really good job with, like, bringing it back down to, like, just internal fighting and not completely 100%, like... Um, world ending stuff yeah but outside of those two movies as of late yeah it has just been apocalypse after apocalypse mm-hmm. and i think for this movie to be called apocalypse it's fitting but um yeah i can see it's getting to be too much but again like i'll use my argument that i always use 
what else do you expect from a comic book movie? Hmm. Because it always ends up being, you have to save the world. Yeah. And that's why we need superheroes. Yeah. I mean, you need big action sequences if it's an action movie, but it doesn't need to be the end of the world. I feel like they're learning that now. Yeah. With the success of things like Ant-Man and um, Captain America movies. Yeah. Recently. I agree. They're sort of hitting that stride of like, oh, we can break this down and not have it be this big, Mm -hmm. this big thing. But eventually it's going to get there. It's all building up to apocalypse after apocalypse. (laughs) Yep. Like Amanda said, the title apocalypse and stuff, it it obviously fits and there needed to be a big showdown like that. So I guess it did kind of need to be the end of the world, but like all of the missiles launching and things like that and like the kind of climax is like, oh no, we got to save the, and uh, all this stuff. Um, And they actually uh, get the four horsemen on their side. I, I really liked from that point on when they started having basically everybody against apocalypse trying to stop the world from ending. I liked mm-hmm. that and maybe that probably like wouldn't have happened if all this crazy shit wasn't happening at the same time. Like they wouldn't have joined up to save the world. But I don't know. There's something about that was really cool to see. Just, you know, Angel is one of the original X-Men. To, so to see him like go from a bad guy to becoming a good guy is really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh I think it would be cool if they if they're never going to join the MCU, I think it would be really cool to um have really big things happen and like maybe not ruin the world, but like change it, change the face of the world. Oh, that's actually really interesting. That's a yeah. good idea. Like uh to differentiate themselves. So now from now on it's going to be like, oh, clearly it's different because in this universe Yeah, in this world there's no Australia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no no Australia operas. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think it would be cool to, like, scar the world or the timeline, in a sense, in a way that will, like, definitely make it, like, its own thing. Like, in this world, this is one thing. Like, maybe the United States is split into two abs or something, you know, like, something really different. Yeah. No, I, I think that's actually, that's a really good idea. What do you think about the death, guys? Havoc. Are you sad that he died? Havoc. Sc- Scott Summers was. Cyclops, mm-hmm. he was sad. Well, yeah. Yep. You guys um. weren't. <laughs> I think it was supposed to have an emotional impact because of the fact that Cyclops is there. Sure. Cyclops kind of, uh, at the end, you he t- sort of goes to Jean, and so it's kind of like the grief. It's set in motion a lot of this stuff from the X-Men universe, mm-hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to die, but, I mean, he also didn't need to be in it, so who yeah. <laughs> cares? All right. Well, I will say the one, uh, although I'm not, like, a super fan of, like, rebooting everything all the time, um, watching a reboot, you sort of get way more backstory than you're privy to in, in, like, previous movies for the characters, and then you're like, oh, well, seeing this character die or seeing this event happen, that's why Cyclops is moody, and that's why, you know, Jean Grey is yeah. a little tapped and you know they've they've seen some shit and you see them go through it as opposed to hearing about it or just knowing something is off about that character because something happened in their past life but that's why the important distinction it's not a reboot it's a requel oh shit he just knowledge dropped you (laughs) and uh uh, that message has been brought to you by our sponsor i live my life a quarter mile at a time For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. 
So yeah, I mean, are there any specific scenes you guys want to talk about? Or was there any standout character? I enjoyed Storm more so than any of the other movies that I've ever seen. I always wanted to like Storm in the previous movies. And I feel like yeah. um, she, there, it, Halle Berry just wasn't giving it, giving it all, you know, the thing that it needed. And well, mm. do you know the actress's name? I've never seen her before. It was something. It was something. Yep. It definitely it was, was something. In the beginning. Um, well, that actress, I don't know. She just like, and the fact that the character is coming from like the bad guy side at first, like, I feel like she just had a lot more to play with and the actress was able to um, articulate that really, really well. She was just like this badass mm-hmm. punk rock character. And yep. I was like, yeah, that's, that's who I envision fucking with weather systems. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I just thought, yeah. And the Mohawk didn't hurt. But Chouse. also knowing that she's gonna be good eventually, yeah. yeah, makes it her makes her interesting like from the beginning. Yeah, I I agree. I'm glad Oscar Isaac is getting his due. He's fucking awesome. He's the Apocalypse. He po- oh, played Poe. Poe Dameron in the pilot from in Star Wars. Star Wars. That was him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but he was also in the Ex Machina, and that was fucking great. Yeah. So unless you guys wanted to talk about a specific scene, I think we're going to talk about the post credits. PC. We're going post. So post credit scene, guys. I was not expecting that. Oh, my God. They kind of they showed Deadpool a little bit. So it seems like he's going to tie into the Marvel. Uh, yeah. the- no, no. We promised we would let Amanda explain in detail. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She was going to do that like two paragraph long description <laughs> of the scene, word for word. <laughs> totally. Well, um, I just thought that it was funny because he was still in the robe that he was in in his post credit scene. And he's just walking through like the ashen wasteland of like the post battle and he, with his mug and his robe. And I just thought oh it was God. very, very funny. Good job. Yeah. yeah, it's surprising. Brian Singer's not usually known for his comic moments, but the, it was pretty funny. And they there was a couple shows. Known for a couple other things. <laughs> Allegedly. Like touching boys. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, God. They, uh... <laughs> God. Happy editing. <laughs> the, um, I just want to let the, the Singer estate know that we uh, love your work. <laughs> Um, we think that allegedly all children have a right to love. Wait, no, that's <laughs> oh not. No. Wait, we took the wrong stance on this one, guys. Edit. edit. Okay, so I love that. That's it for the post credits ratings. Ra- oh yeah, I ra- demand ratings. You're oh, the shit. best co-host. That's the only. Th- we have to rate this now. Rating. So zero to four horsemen. How would you rate this, Amanda? <laughs> With the ears. Um. Well, uh, I don't know. Matt, you go first. Okay, I'll say three and a half horsemen. Wow. High ratings, high marks. It was fun. Yeah. yeah it was fun. I'm not looking, like I said, to like change my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I use a free movie pass, so, you know. Amanda? Um, I'd say 1.75. Oh wow! Oh, didn't like it. Old Amanda ways. I yeah. Civil War. Well, I feel Wait, like, no, wrong movie. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like I absolutely needed to see previous X Men movies or whatever, but I felt like I was kind of out of the club at that point. Oh, you know what I mean. Um, but again, it was a superhero movie, an apocalypse movie, hmm. some humor. I I liked it. I'll give it a two. 
All right, we upped it. Two full Halfway. men. I'm going three out of four. I'm leaving Pestilence out. Pestilence. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought this was a good movie. As far as the X-Men movies, it was my favorite. Okay, so I think that's about it. So, from all of us here at Sneak Review, we might be back. <laughs>